When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog So, everyone, you, listeners, Hi. guess what? It's Double Thread. And we're Hi. back again. Guess who's back? Back again. Watermelon sugar. I'm trying double to do a threat. Ma- I'm trying to do a, a mashup. Hi. Double threat. Watermelon Hi. sugar. Double threat. Watermelon sugar. Tell a friend. Hi. Forever dog, forever dog, forever dog. Forever dog. Oh. Oh. Hi, Brett. Hey. Brett, I am excited about the Criterion thing that I saw you post about that they have like neo noir this Oh, um, yes. This is like the. Did you hear that sound he made, Tom? This is the money spot. (laughs) This is the. This is the sweetest spot ever. Mm -hmm. Um. And and then I also learned recently that your favorite movie is Sexy Beast, which I don't know if I knew that you liked it, but I didn't know it was like your favorite. Yeah, I um I was on a uh, I was on a podcast recently, which which is uh, oh wow yeah so uh, so yeah Tom. just just throwing that out yeah. there just so you guys know who you're dealing with here. Uh, yeah, uh, a little pod brag going down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was actually on a podcast myself. It's like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Seems Eight million podcasts. Seems on, but it also is like seems on brand. Yeah, the uh, yeah. So you were on a podcast and you were talking about movies. I was on a podcast, and then one of the questions was, "What's your favorite movie?" And I I have like a stock answer for that that I've leaned on for a long time, which is the Third Man. Um, but it, I've, I've I've said that for like ten years, and so Get I was like, it. yeah, I was like, I gotta I gotta give something else mm-hmm. here. I, I, I'm boring myself with this answer, even though I love the Third Man; it's a great movie, and it just came out. Uh, I'd seen it recently in quarantine. I mean, I'd seen it like when it came out and I saw it in theaters. I saw it, you know, since then. Uh, but I rewatched it during quarantine, Sexy Beast. And some about it, I was like, I just I just I just love this movie. It's just like I just like love everything about it. Um, and I was inspired by Julie's list because I think your oh. list is so great because it's like it's just a it, it's just it just feels like you're just answering that question as like just personally and authentically as possible and not trying to like seem a certain way. So I kind of did that. I just said the first movie that came to mind. And as soon as it came out, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go with that from now on. Sexy beast. It's a good answer. Yeah. My favorite movies tend to be a little more. Uh, I like die hard. And I die like- hard's a Christmas movie. Die Hard's a Christmas movie! Die Hard's a 
I'm the, this is the diehard dog. Yeah. Down, boy. Down. Down. <laughs> I saw Die Hard 3 for the first time this week, actually. Okay, um, how was that? It is, well, it's very silly because you have Jeremy Irons being like, Simple Simon says, what's 10 times 3? There's one beat where he's literally like, there's two jugs of water and one is five liters and one is two, but we need four on the bottom. And you're like, what is this stupid is this? PSAT bullshit genre? Sounds like the SATs. It totally was. It's the, it's the DIEs. <laughs> what is the DIEs? Die hard. DIE. But, but yeah, but like, how is, how am I supposed to invest my, like, oh, well, this guy's smarter than all of us. He's no um, Dennis Hopper in Speed or Dennis Hopper in Blue Velvet, who I think is directly connected to Ben Kingsley in Sexy Beast. Don't you think that those two are brothers or something? Or Dennis Hopper in Hoosiers. <laughs> or Dennis Hopper in Super Mario Brothers. Who is he in Super Mario Brothers? Um, I can't. I think he plays the big boss or some nonsense like that. He's the guy who's in charge of the like sending the plumbers out. Oh, I guess he wouldn't be on the side of the the plumbers or the good guys, right? Yes, you know those that that thrill that summer thrill ride where kids were like two for the new Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo movie, please. Leguizamo at least is sort of generationally approximate. Yes, I like. I I, I don't mind John Leguizamo. No, I, I I mean for a kid to say. John Leguizamo, sure, but mm-hmm. for, I guess, what's the target audience if you're going to watch Super Mario Brothers, the movie 10, 11, that's like in the crosshairs, right? Are those ages or IQ? <laughs> Bob Hoskins was wasted on the likes of those Yoshi lovers. Yeah, you go to the thing and you say, let's get the guy from Long Good Friday, <laughs> we'll put him in this, and then we'll get the the pest also. What if we pair him up with the pest? Well, and, and and it's interesting because Super Mario Brothers, you know, the final scene of Super Mario Brothers is an exact remake of the final scene of The Long Good Friday. Uh, you know, when Bob Hoskins is, is riding in the back of that car on the way to get uh, to get murdered, to get knocked off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a three minute long scene and there's no dialogue, really, really a classic scene. And, and so it was, it was it was really cool of the Super Mario Brothers uh, movie to remake that ending uh, so so faithfully. Do, yeah. do, 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 do. Bob Hoskin goes to his death in a car. Boop, boop, boop. Super Mario Brothers. I never Can't saw do. it before my time or after my time, whatever it was. Just not your time. What if we have a segment on the show called Ask a Millennial? That's how the the um, the bumper goes. Ask a Millennial. And that's a great idea. We We should get, <clears throat> we should line up. Someone from the greatest generation. Yes. A baby boomer. Yes. What would be next? Generation X. That's us, man. Then, then what comes next after Generation X? Millennials. Yep. And then, then Gen Z. Then Zoomers. Then Gen Z. No, no. Gen Z is Zoomers. That's right. Okay. But what comes after that? Beanie Babies. The Beanie Babies. We've got to line up some Beanie Babies. Um, I really still feel like this Beanie Baby thing is going to happen. And um, well, they've never been lower. That's why you keep buying them. That's why I keep buying them. It's a buyer's market right now. I'm cleaning up. I buy these things in bulk. 
You had no. pizza rat. You've got pizza rat. You got the little beanie baby pizza rat. I got a beanie baby pizza rat. I got a, a I bought a skid of uh, beanie babies of the dog from Frasier. Eddie. 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 Come here. Bring me my slippers. Eddie. I do a radio show in Seattle with Frasier Crane. And I hang out with his father's dog. His name is Eddie. (laughs) That's truly the dumbest thing I've ever done or said or been associated with or or adjacent to. It's still early. It is still early. Welcome to Double Threat, everybody. Welcome. It's the podcast where one of your friends wrote a book and the other had a birthday, and that's all we got to say for ourselves in terms of doing anything these last couple years. Hey, it's COVID, man. Be easy on yourself. Brett, what did you cook this week? I want to talk about cooking for a second because I found a new store that has like all this stuff and I'm excited about it, but I can't cook for shit. Sure. Uh, I did a um, let's see. I did a couple things this week. I did a, a Zaytar chicken, which was which was pretty good. Uh, Zaytar is a spice like a Mediterranean is or it? Middle Eastern spice. Middle Eastern. Um, yeah. Zaytar. And uh, pretty simple, just like a, just sort of marinated overnight. You rubbed it, didn't you? You rubbed it. You rubbed uh, the chicken, but you didn't want to call it a rub because it was a chicken, not a fish. No, it's true. I got to keep these things separate. You know, got to keep the kitchen structured. Um, you got to keep them separated. And I served it with a nice little yogurt uh, sauce. Uh, it was, uh, I think it turned out pretty well, pretty well. That sounds nice. Okay. And a couple of Did you things, mix but. the yogurt sauce, the yogurt with the Zaytar chicken? Um, I, 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 I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they got, they okay. got kind of mixed. I tried to keep them separate, okay. separated, but then they got, they got <laughs> kind of, you, they got, you tried to keep them separated. Separated. You know, the most important thing of, uh, in keeping kosher is what you do to meat and milk. You know that, right? Yeah. What you have to do. You got to keep them separated. The rabbi came in and was like, <clears throat> is this on? Check, check, check. I have an announcement to make about. Hey, come out and play. You got to keep them separated. The rabbi. What is it? Milchiks and Flashiks. Is the Yiddish term for milk and meat? Milchiks and flakeshiks. Milchiks and milchiks and flakeshiks. Milchiks, which is the word milk is in it. That's why it's mm-hmm. easy to remember. And flakeshiks, the word fl- flesh is in it, which is mm. meat for. Um, but that's not like that. Huch is not from the the like that kind of like milk clog in your throat from drinking too much milk. It could very well be milchiks. the same. Milchich. You're right. You're right. It could totally. You know what? Maybe all the chachs that people talk about come from lactose intolerance. Milk was a bad choice. Anchor man. Brett, if you were to do uh, some some canine cooking, what kind of glazes and rubs would you do? Um, I would think I would want something that's like a little uh, gruely. You know, it has like some 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 texture to it. Some like real some real like a real like thick mealy quality. So 
Um, and I'm not a dog. I know this is not no, this for, is for me. dogs. No, if you, I know. No, no, I know. As I said that, I was like, I'm not the target audience of this gruelly, sticky, you know. But imagine if you were a dog and you just heard that description, you'd be, you'd be, you're salivating all over the place. Yeah. Then you'd be the Barkett audience. No, no. Tom, you'd be no. the Barkett audience for it. <laughs> no, not the I'm target gonna get audience. My water bottle. I'm going to spray my own computer. I'm going to spray the camera on my own computer. Ruin my computer. When it comes to your computer and the water, one thing I would recommend: you should keep them separated. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here to let you know about our latest episode of Office Hours Live. Office Hours is great fun. With the great John Early and Theta Hamill. Very handsome. Thank you. Thank you. They're here to talk about their new movie, Stress Positions. And we just had a, a wonderful time. There was a lot of laughter and joy. Don't believe me? Well, listen for yourself on the podcast app of your choice. You're not going to want to miss a second. That's at Office Hours Live at the podcast app of your choice. Bum, 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 bum. I love Vic and Doug and I love drinking my wine. Well, someone did a TikTok where they showed how long Grandpa Joe's fingernails were, which was the most upsetting thing That's I'd ever horrible. seen. Will you Google that, Brad? It's disgusting. Yeah, Grandpa it's- Joe. Look up like TikTok Grandpa Joe fingernails or something Mm -hmm. because they zoom into it and Grandpa Joe magically is able to get out of bed in order to go eat candy for friggin' day for free. Yeah, he's a bum. Ah! (laughs) Charlie. It's Charlie. 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 Look at his nail. Oh, they're just on the pink. Oh, that's so much worse. (laughs) Oh, my God. They're calling it a Coke nail. He's got a Coke nail. Tom, read this out loud, please, so the people can hear what we're being horrified by. In Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the actor who plays Grandpa Joe, Jack Albertson, first of all, we show some respect, has a so-called coke nail on both his pinky <laughs> fingers, which means he has grown oh! out the nail, his the, his fingernail on his on both pinkies, so that he could feasibly stick it inside a old bag of coke and then just be like. Have his I'm own gonna, little human gonna, coke spoon. I'm gonna do some rails now. Dee 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 dee. Come with me to the bathroom <laughs> for a world of, of <laughs> a world of Greenpoint Thursday evening. Yeah. Now he, uh, Grandpa Joe, it figures this guy would be a, 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 a cokehead. That's why the whole family only eats. They eat cabbage that's been in the same pot as that laundry. That's all they do because he, well, he has no appetite. Also, all their money goes up Grandpa Joe's nose. Yeah. Grandpa Joe is just like, you guys are going to eat cabbage this week. Like, come on, Joe. And they don't call him Grandpa Joe because he's not their grandpa. They're like, come on, Joe. Help us out. We're hungry. He's like, I don't care. Joe needs his Coke. You know what I would have wanted is a I got you a head of cabbage. That's enough for the week. <laughs> he uses one of the leaves to roll it up at one point to like yeah. do a bump out of it. Where's your credit card? I need a credit card or what? 
Give me one of those cabbage leaves. Joe, that's our Thursday night breakfast. Yeah. Wait, Thursday morning breakfast. Sorry. I want a montage of all the parents figuring out what they're going to wear to the chocolate factory. Mm-hmm. Yes, because... Uh... <laughs> like Grandpa Joe trying on like... But like, like maybe there's like a shirt that goes all the way up to the neck that he that's patterned and he like and he goes uh, and Charlie goes, no. Yeah. And then there's Charlie's. one where <laughs> Augustus Gloop's mom is like trying on something that's like, I don't know, is a little bit more decolletage mm-hmm. and Augustus Gloop like stomps his foot. No. She shrugs. So the kids are really judgy about the parents fashion choices is what you're saying. I just think it's a fun opportunity to see Grandpa Joe in different Salvation Army like suits before the the one he chose, which I can smell through the screen, and it's been sixty years. Oh. And it's set this 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 uh fashion it's montage is set years, to maybe. Walking on Sunshine. <laughs> well, don't you think it needs to be an original? What what if it's just an upbeat version of the Candyman? Da 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 Can we hear a little of that, Brett? Can we just hear a little of that song? Oh, absolutely. We'll get it out of our system. Hey, da, 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 Do you da, think if da, we played da, the karaoke da, da. version for that, you could do it automatically? Do you know the song yes. well enough? Yeah let's, yeah, let's do it. But I do need the, is it all right if we do the lyrics or I'm not allowed to have the lyrics? Yeah, no, I would be troubled if you knew the words <laughs> to it. If you're just kind of like. Yes, put up the karaoke video. We'll do it right coming now. Coming up, coming up. This is what, The Offspring? The Offspring, yes. Mm. They were the Weird Al of grunge. But they weren't parodying anything. Well, they did. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. Why, no, why don't you get a job? Which is basically obla de obla da. Oh, that's funny. I'll do this guy. Gotta keep them separated. 25 second break. I got time. I ain't got nowhere to be. This is a pretty good uh, version. This is very Southern culture on the skids. Are we doing it at the same time or alternating? I think at the same time. Like Like the the latest latest fashion. fashion. Like Like a spread spread of disease. The kids, kids are, are strapping in on their way to classroom, getting yeah, their weapons, weapons with, with the greatest, greatest of these. The gangs take out on the wrong of the cow, and they catch you slipping, and it's over, pal. If one guy's colors and the others don't mix, they're gonna bash it up, bash it up, bash it up, bash it up. Hey, man, you're talking back to me. Take them out. You gotta keep them separated. Hey, man, you're disrespecting me. Take them out. Keep them separated. Hey, they pay no mind. If you're under 18, you won't be doing any time. Hey, come out and play. By the time you hear the siren, 
it's already too late. One goes to the morgue, the other to jail. One guy's wasted, then the other's a waste. It goes down the same as the thousand before. No one's getting smarter, that one's learning the score. Your never-ending spree of death and violence and hate is gonna tie your own tie your rope, tie your own rope, tie your own rope. Man, you're disrespecting me. Take them out. out, you got it. Keep them separated. You're talking back to me. <laughs> Take them out, you got it. Gotta keep them separated. Hey, hey, they don't, don't pay, pay no mind. mind. If you're, you're under 18, 18, you won't be doing any time. Hey, hey, come out and play. I'm a rabbi and I got some things to say about what's kosher and not And it has to do with meat and milk What you have to do is keep them separated It goes down the same as the thousand before No one's getting smarter, no one's learning the score Your never-ending spree of death and violence and hate is gonna tie your own rope Tie your own rope, tie your own Oh man, you're talking to me Take them out. out, you gotta keep them separated Hey, 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 you're disrespecting you're me. me. Take him out. You gotta keep him separated. Hey, hey, they don't pay no mind. If you're under 18, you won't be doing any time. Hey, hey, hey. Come, come out, out and play. play. That was pretty good. That was pretty I wanna, good. I want to do pretty fly for a white guy. Now, now we'll do pretty fly for a white guy. Um, I think... Was there a Weird Al pretty what pretty fly for a white guy? Was no, he did a... uh, white and nerdy. That w- white and nerdy is great. Yes, white and nerdy is a masterpiece. White and nerdy is a masterpiece. That video is so funny when he's waving from behind the mower. Yeah, All right, I don't, I don't, I don't think I know this one. Oh, I know this one pretty good. Up t- okay. Oh, Gunther Gleben Globen. Globen. Give it to me, baby. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and all, all the, the girlies, girlies say I'm pretty, pretty fly, fly for a white guy. guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. You know it's kind of hard to get along today. <laughs> How's this go again? What it's is awful. this? I don't know this verse at all. Have a clue, man. And he I have may not have style, style but everything, everything he lacks well, he makes up in denial. denial. So don't okay, hey, bread, take it, Brett. A player straight. You know he really doesn't get it anyway. He's gonna play the field and keep it real for you no way. For you no way. And if you, you don't, don't rate, just overcompensate. At least you no, know you can always go on Ricky Lake. The world needs one of these. Uh, hey, hey, do that brand new thing. Give, Give it, it to me, me baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white guy. He needs some cool tunes. Not just any will suffice. They didn't have ice cubes, so he bought vanilla ice. Now cruising in his pinto, he sees homies as he pass. But if he looks twice, they're gonna kick his lily ass. Don't debate a player straight. You know he don't really doesn't get it anyway. Gonna play the field and keep it real. 
Or you, uh, this I don't. I, I thought. Yeah, Brent, you're better at this. Don't rage, just over compensate. At least you'll know you can always go on Ricky Lake. The world loves wannabes. Ah, hey, hey, do that brand new thing. Now he's getting a tattoo. Yeah, he's getting ink done. He asked for a 13, but they drew a 31. Friends say he's trying too hard and he's not quite hip, but in his own mind, he's the, he's the, he's he's the, the dopest, dopest trip. trip. Uh-huh, uh-huh, give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh, give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. Don't debate. A player's day. Isn't it like that? Oh, he you doesn't, know doesn't he really get, doesn't it, get, get it, it anyway. anyway. I don't know. For you, no, no way. For you, no way. Go, no if you don't no rage, just over compensate. At least you'll know you can always go on Ricky Lake. The world needs wannabes. Ah. The world loves wannabes. Ah. Let's get some more wannabes. Ah. Hey, hey, do that brand new thing. Tom, is, is Tom still here? Tom's here. Can you oh, hear okay. me? Yeah. <laughs> I'll say the thing about it is. I don't know what's worse, thinking I know an Offspring song and knowing it, or yeah. th- being like, "Yeah, I know this one," and then being like, "Wait, I'm so confused." Wait, can we hear the? I just want to know the answers. This is like we did the crossword puzzle. Now I want to know the answers. Can I just hear how the verses go and pretty fly for a wake up, please? We can do that right after we do self-esteem okay, by let's Offspring, do self-esteem. Let's please. Do self-esteem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this one I do know. You do. This is this this song. This one slaps. This one rips. Well, this one is a real bump. This is a good baseline, or it is a baseline. I'll put it that way. It's a baseline. I wrote her off for the tenth time today. And I practiced all the things I would say. She came over, I lost my nerve. I took her back and I made a dessert. Now I know I'm being used. That's okay, man, cause I like the abuse. I know she's playing with me. That's okay, cause I got no self-esteem away. Two, then I turn off the light. Oh, it's down? Okay. This rejection got me so low. If she keeps it up, I might tell her so. Away! Hey, hey, hey. She's saying all that she wants only me. Then I wonder why she sleeps with my friends. 
When she's saying, oh, that I'm like a disease, then I wonder how much more I can spend. Well, I guess I should stick up for myself, but I really think it's better this way. The more you suffer, the more it shows you really care. Right, yeah. Can you do this next verse? I feel like I know how I want it to go, but it's... Then do it. Now I'll relate this little bit. It happens more than I'd like to admit. Late at night, she knocks on my door. She's drunk again, and she's looking to score. I don't know this part. No, I should say no, but... It's kind of hard when, when she's, she's ready, ready to, to go. go. I may be dumb, but I'm not a dweeb. Right. I'm, I'm just, just a, a sucker, sucker when she goes out the steam away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Whoa, yeah. When she's saying, oh, that I'm like a disease, then I wonder how much more I can spend. I guess I should stick up for myself, but I really think it's better this way. The more, the more you, you suffer, suffer, the more it shows you really care. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we, can you just look up Pretty Fly for a Jedi, please, Brett? Mm-hmm. Yep. I just want to see if that's something that I thought of in my brain. I thought you guys did great on that. I thought that was really, I really good. I was following Tom's lead because I you, follow the chords. I think this is a Green Day chord progression, right? Yeah. It's like a rock, a, like a simple rock Day, song. Did Green Day, they didn't even re, re, reinvent the wheel. No. But there's so much stuff that sounds like I was right. You were right. I tip my hat to you. Well, once again, like Weird Al did on the cover of Bad Hair Day. And all the whoopies say he's pretty fly for a Jedi. Yeah. Oh, that's supposed to be I must call them Chuki. I don't think that's Weird Al. I think this is a cover. This sounds like, yeah, I'm going to say, first of all. This is not up to the standard of Weird Al. <laughs> no, Al's got sorry, impeccable production. No, you're not the one who, I'm the one who, wait, look up. Is that a thing or is it not a thing? I just made it up. My oh my god, did I come up with pretty fly? Oh wait, I, I've got an answer on this. Oh, yeah, what is sorry, it? I've got yeah, I've got please. a definitive answer on this. So um, uh, so this is the the making of the album uh, "Running with Scissors." Yes. Uh, Yankovic uh, first considered writing his parody of "Pretty Fly for a White Guy" about the film and calling it "Pretty Fly for a Jedi." Oh, but he he quickly dismissed this idea. Scrapped it. 
He wanted to parody a classic song to commemorate how important the new movie was considered. And then so he did uh, that version of American Pie, which is which is pretty amazing. Could we watch uh, just briefly? Can we just watch uh, White and Nerdy for a second? Just the opening of that video and probably the mm-hmm. whole video and maybe it twice. And then maybe we watch the saga begins after <laughs> that. You bring us some lollipops and show us some Weird Al videos. When you see Weird Al live, when you see Weird Al live, I gotta see him live. Star Wars. Oh, he's yeah. I mean, he is truly a great, great performer. It's so exciting. There's, it's that. It's a reason why we're still talking about him, and it. We don't talk about everyone we grew up with in our childhoods that we love. No, he, he's outlasted most of the people he's parodied. Yes. Got skills, I'm a champion of D&D MC Escher, that's my favorite MC Keep your 40 out, just have an Earl Grey tea My rims never spin, to the contrary You'll find that they're quite stationary All of my action figures are cherry Stephen Hawking's in my library My MySpace page is all totally pimped out Got people begging for my top 8 spaces Yo, I know pie to a thousand places Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise I'm a whiz and minesweeper, I can play for days Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed My fingers moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze There's no killer rap, I haven't run At Pascal, well I'm number one Do vector calculus just for fun I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun Happy Days is my favorite theme song Like a church what happened? What happened? Brad? I can't hear the audio. No oh, sorry. More. We're watching. The, sorry, I was a. Uh, oh no, yes. no, no! no. Brett decided we're done. Donny Osmond is doing everything in this. Oh, it's Judy Tenuta. You know, I collect them. The pins in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on some writable media. Tom, remember when Brett tried to make us stop watching White and Yeah, that is. We should also say. We want. What's that? What was mean? I, when Brett tried to make us stop watching White and Oh, no, no. Brett decided. Brett decided enough was enough. Too much fun. Yeah. No, I will say, I want to say, uh, we, we've asked about getting Judy Tenuta on the show and I'm following her on Twitter. She's going through a health thing now that yes, she's public I saw that about too. and we hope she is, uh, we hope she gets full, obviously su- uh, as healthy and as full recovery and everything good happens to her. Cause she's pretty she's awesome. The best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's the best. And I also say this about Al is like, he always had and has funny women in his stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he always has cat, like even, you know, God bless us all. Like Victoria Jackson was the one in UHF instead of, yeah. you know. Um, And I remember when he did um the video for Tacky, which I really liked that um mm-hmm. Margaret Cho was in it and Kristen Schaal and Aisha. Yeah. Tyler and 
All right, what are we watching now? The saga begins. Welcome to Double Thread, everybody. We don't know what the fuck this show is, but yeah, we're having a our, nice evening, and yeah, you know, we're having a fun, fun show. We'll have, we'll have a, you know, what? It, it's our summer. Summer. It's, it's our summer. It's our summer. It's our summer. Yeah. What is this? The saga begins. So we did American Pie about Star Wars, right? Yeah, and we only need to hear a little bit of it, but it's just imp- yeah, it's five minutes and thirty six seconds. We need to hear like long time ago. <laughs> In a galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack. And I thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn could talk the Federation into maybe cutting them a little slack. But their response, it didn't thrill us. They locked the doors and tried to kill us. We escaped from that gas and met Jar Jar and Boss Nass. We took a bongo from the scene and we went to feed to see the queen. We all wound up on tattooing. That's where we found this boy. Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy. Maybe Vader someday later. Now he's just a small fry. He left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Did you know this junkyard slave is better than the original true or false, Tom? It's just... Alright, that's just like... Better or worse than the original American Pie? Better. Why? Um, cause it's, cause it's Weird Al doing not Don McLean. When you see Weird Al live and he does that as the encore, and these stormtroopers all walk out, and you're just <laughs> like, "This is really great." I like well, it kind of doesn't it make you feel proud to be an American? There's like three or four things that make me feel proud to be an American, and that seems like it would be one of them. Weird Al. Well, specifically Weird Al goofing on. Another thing that's so American and which is just Star like mm-hmm. nobody like from England would have come up with Star Wars, you know? No. They they came up with James Bond, who's uh Right. Or the prisoner, like, what if there was a ball, you see? Yeah. A balloon. Here's my idea for a series of movies. What We're gonna about- have a spine, right? <laughs> And his name's 007, right? <laughs> and here's how it works, right? He's giving one bird the business. He's giving another he's, bird He's going to be business. getting hot and heavy with these birds, right? <laughs> and they all got randy names, right? Pussy galore, right? <laughs> they all got these randy names, right? And meanwhile, like... There's like a generation of people <laughs> that George Lucas is on the same wavelength on. Yeah. Who they're like leaving money on the table by not being like, you know, what's interesting are these these things that go beep boop. <laughs> I don't want no one going beep boop in my thing, right? Well, people going, oh, yeah. It's his spy, and room, right? room and and he's got cars, right? And uh, he's got like a pen. Clinking of glasses. Like you a know, pen that'll shoot. You shoot someone with the pen. He's got a pen. But it ain't just <laughs> no normal pen, right? 
And she's speaking like a, of space, and you then know, the, what if he got a jet pack and shoot him right up into? But like we're talking about like the inner layers. And then like parts of the thing are gonna be like so boring, right? <laughs> Where like he'll go skiing, right? And he'll get like chased by some guys <laughs> skiing. And then like that's it for like a half hour, right? It'll just be boring. Till the Don't next worry, time. because we got some more birds coming up. Some birds will go rotting or strutting around, right, in a casino, right? And, like, we'll you watch fancy, for 20 you, minutes. You, He'll play blackjack, right? You fancy roulette. You fancy watching it on. <laughs> you fancy watching roulette on film, do you? We do can you? only afford, like, three of these uh, action sequences, right? So we'll pad the what, thing I say out. action. We I'm pad it out like, with, like. Casino <laughs> stuff. This lad's got like a car. He's got a car, right? <laughs> all of it. All this stuff, right? Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. And this could be like. <laughs> then fast forward to like a long, long time ago. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> People are like freaking out because stormtroopers are on the stage at Madison Square Garden. Brett, do you have clips for us this week? Oh, yeah, chance? I've got a lot of stuff. Yeah, we've got uh, listeners have been hard at work sending us stuff for the past couple of weeks. A lot of great stuff coming in uh, to, to the to the inbox. And that inbox is uh, doublethreatpod at gmail.com. Uh, send me stuff there uh, that you think would be good for the show. Um, we've got uh, some, some of our listeners have been hard at work uh, trying to find a um, use of the word diarrhea in the in the Frank Zappa mm-hmm. um, have uh, they done uh, it uh, yeah. canon um, and so far no no, no exact no, ma- matches but two I've, two very close Sorry, I Tom. found it in a song called uh, another Julie Klausner birthday it said Frank Zappa Di- oh. it said Frank Zappa diarrhea man yeah but Frank Zappa didn't record it that's true. But it does have Frank Zappa and diarrhea in the same song. But that's because you wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't write something just to win a bet and then change the rules after you do. Look, it's me, Frank. I wrote plenty of lyrics <laughs> that had Hershey squirts and <laughs> diarrhea. Speaking of Willy Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> We had he had one called the Gloops. I guess it's in the Gloops. Yeah, it was a doo-wop one too. I like doo-wop and diarrhea and <laughs> Edvard Varese. My three, my three passions. Stravinsky. <laughs> the things yeah. I like. I like four things: cigarettes, <laughs> diarrhea, <laughs> doo-wop, and twentieth-century classical music. <laughs> So people have looked for diarrhea. Yes, they, they've been Zappa scouring, song. scouring the discography, trying to find, trying to find a use of the word diarrhea in any of the songs. Uh, this one is very close, though. Listener Stephen, I, I, I almost, I, I think this might deserve credit. We'll see what you guys think. All right, um, Stephen found um, uh, a use uh, of the word dysentery in a song. Dysentery, which of course is a okay. a disease that causes or a sickness that causes diarrhea. Um, and it's in the song uh, "Let's Let's Make the 
Let's make the water. Let's turn make the water black. turn black off of. Uh, I knew it. We're only in it for the money. I like this record, Tom. Okay. So listen out for the word dysentery. Whizzing and pasting and pooting through the day. Ronnie helping Kenny helping burn his boots away. And all the while on a shelf in the shed, Kenny's little creatures on display. Ronnie saves his newmies on a window in his room. A marvel to be seen. Dysentery green. While Kenny and his buddies. So he's not even. There, he's using dysentery as an adjective. He's not like Ronnie right. has dysentery, so he's on the toilet. Nobody found it yet. We're gonna find it though. Keep Very looking. Close. Very close. Keep looking. Thanks, everyone. Do you know that record, Tom? Yes, I, I don't mind the mother stuff. Ultimately, yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't go put it on, but I do. I don't mind that stuff. God, you we've never seen you happier than when that Columbo impersonator brought up the mothers. It was the greatest moment of my life. I know. Excuse me, one more thing. I uh, want to just uh, ask if uh, Frank Zappa is uh, someone you're a fan of. Oh, my God. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> and he came with his own 200 Motels uh, LP. Yeah. I love that it was a surprise for you. Oh, my God. And then it was a surprise for me five minutes later. I'm just as surprised as you are that the, so Frank, Z- the Frank Zappa yeah. is the Colombo person is bring up Frank Zappa left and right and clearly has his own material. When he, when he started listing Frank Zappa songs, I've never seen you happier. I'm looking for the Indiana uh, Anima Bandit. Illinois Anima Bandit. Yeah. No, that was great. It was the best. Uh, anybody else? Nobody has come closer than that, though, Brett. I know uh, dysentery. Dysentery's, you know, a lot of sort of variations on uh, on uh, poo yes. and pooping and things like that. But dysentery is the closest to actually using the word diarrhea that that has been that has been found. Uh, I like how I like this, this. I like that this is the this is the state of things right now. There are <laughs> listeners have found seventy five songs where he mentions every version of of uh feces and but because it's literally not the word diarrhea i'm coming up i'm at zero on this it's just a it's a it's a a cornucopia of him just everything being just like sitting on a toilet with the hershey squirts and then but it's like that doesn't count because he literally didn't say the word diarrhea it's like Every time I mention Zappa, you do an impression of his songs going diarrhea. And now I'm just asking you to put your money where your mouth That's is. That's fine. Well, we are. We're only in it for the money. We're doing our best. We're doing exactly. We're only in it for the diarrhea. I almost did a spit take on that. I know. I was watching you closely. That was rough. <laughs> I almost spit my Topo Chico everywhere. <laughs> And also, how long has Topo Chico has been around for how long? A long time, this company. That means but they're doing it right. But it's one of those ones where it's just like, have you, how long have, has Topo Chico been on your radar, Brett? Um, I, I think not, not until I moved out to California. So it's like the last yeah. 10 years. Yeah. But it's a very, it's a very California thing. Yeah. It's not an East Coast thing. Seems like it was someone who, was Milton Berle's assistant. Yeah. 
featuring like. Topo Chico and We got a great show for you tonight. We got uh <laughs> Topo Chico is here. <laughs> and the music Your- of Mamas and Papas. <laughs> Mamas and Papas. Imagine that great moment when John Phillips was like, and I wrote a song and the chorus goes, no one's getting fat except Mama Cass. That's the song I wrote. You like it? Yeah. And she's just like, not really. No. No one's getting fat except ho, ho, ho. You are a, you're a serial killer, basically. Yeah. It's like if like Charles Vanson had a tight five about how crooked squeaky Fromm's teeth were. Yeah. Oh, look at me. I got a really bad teeth. Oh, look at me. I got a bunch of bad teeth in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I'd watch that. I'd watch Charles Manson's SNL audition. Yeah, if Charles Manson. Do you think if he auditioned for SNL and, like, killed it, do you think Lauren would have, like, contacted some kind of, like, federal judge to be just like, is there any chance? You know, we could get I have a quick question about it. Just exception. once a week. Hi. Uh, knock, knock. Guess who? It's me, Lorne. Um, <laughs> I had a quick mm-hmm. cue about a you know, very talented, um, you know, because there's Billy and Danny, and <laughs> yeah. I just sort of think there should be Chucky. So, just. Yeah. The schedule, you know, he has summers off. He can spend the summers. <laughs> Yeah. And the compromises. They make a compromise. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Charles Manson comes in and he's like, You! He goes right up to Marcy Klein and he goes up to the floor and he's like, You! You! You're on audition for me! (laughs) I'm not the one auditioning, motherfucker. Maybe you're the one auditioning for me. And then he's like, <laughs> maybe I'm on, maybe I am on SNL and you're trying to get on my show. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, it's time for banana Danny. And he takes some bananas out and he goes, oh, I'm Danny and I like bananas. And the next thing you know, Lauren mm-hmm. Michaels is like, so I have a couple favors to ask of you. You know, I really want to hire Charlie uh, just as starting as a featured play. Yeah. Um- <laughs> He'll be totally supervised. (laughs) The compromise is that it's just like, like a film by Charles Manson. (laughs) Like he, he only can do films in prison that get shown on the show, but he's not in the cast yet. And also by supervised, it means like some poor writer who also auditioned. He's like really talented and has all of her shit together. It's like, I want you to write with Charlie. You know, I think that the two of you would, um, yeah, this poor woman has to go to like prison once. a (laughs) No, not once a week, all week. Stay up all night, Tuesday night. Yeah. Paula Pell. (laughs) And and Charlie cell. <laughs> Come on down to Manson Town. And what if he pitched things that they're just like one out of every five? They're kind of just like that's really good. What? What out of five? I feel like this is. Well, first of all, I feel like we're watch we're we're writing a feature here. This is yeah. about the sensation. Mm-hmm. Manson Night Live. 
kind of. I mean, he becomes this breakout star. Yeah. And then. And then literally becomes a breakout star. Well, yeah, he starts murdering people. He starts getting. I don't know. Let me think about it a little. It might be too close to King of Staten Island, which I haven't seen. It's we've got a pretty clear path on this one. Okay, got it. Yeah. You don't think it overlaps? No. We got a great show for you tonight. Ariana Grande's here. Wait, he's hosting too? Yeah, now he's hosting. (laughs) He's He's the only one to be the musical guest, the host, and a writer. So wait, didn't Eddie Murphy host when he was still a cast member? He did, yes. He would be second. Then Charlie would be (laughs) second. That was an all, there's no rules kind of thing going on. That's a... It's like Eddie Murphy's running all the cameras yeah. tonight, too. Yeah, that's a that's a classic. No one likes anything about the show that doesn't have the the name Eddie yeah. Murphy on it. Right. Let, let, he should host. Well, who's hosting tonight? Oh, Eddie Murphy. Really? Isn't he in the cast? Yep. Yes. Musical well, guest, Bobby Bosley. <laughs> Every sketchy pitches is about people that oh, what if he keeps he he like keeps trying to get them to book the Beach Boys so we could kill them. Yeah. We gotta get the Beach Boys on the show. Lauren. Lauren, we gotta get the Beach Boys on the show. He's in Lauren's office. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, he's pitch he's basically pitching the new laser cats. This this kid is really he calls him a kid, even though he's like Yeah. Even though he's eighty eight years old. He's- Right. So, now he's dead. Goody, but goody, he wouldn't be dead. Like when he's just like whenever Charlie's doing it's, an interview. I I, not since Sandler has I seen such. You know. Can you play a, sec- a Charles Manson interview where he just? I want to hear him go. Yeah. N- where he talks <laughs> and then just starts making, just goes, <laughs> just starts doing his thing during it. Do you believe that he auditioned for the monkeys, Tom? Speaking of your book and I don't, I don't the monkeys and I don't either. It's it's a good. It's like one of those good. Those good myths, like those things we've agreed to say, sure, but it's yeah. I I just don't think the timeline tracks for him to be. Um, I just don't think the timeline. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Well, actually, I'm only making fun of you because I I would say the exact same thing. It's like, listen, I um I I like the idea. I just don't think. (laughs) You You ever notice when somebody. Not that you're doing this now at all, but if like you're somebody's telling you a story and they're just like, and you just, and they never do a voice in a complimentary way where they're just like, they're like, so I'm talking to my brother and he's like, I don't know if I could make it home for Thanksgiving. Like they do a voice like that. You're like, well, boy, you think highly of your brother. I'm just doing that because of how you did Brett as the nutty oh i'm not fine i'm fine with all like, of it oh if i have my glazes and my rubs and i just uh, well, actually uh if i uh, yeah, take no. my glazes and rubs here i uh can go in the kitchen and put a little bit of this uh z- <laughs> zorpo sauce on the uh, I, keep, uh, I gotta keep them separated like was the like, i think the offspring the said, was keep like, them separated. I uh, want to keep the glazes and the rubs separate. <laughs> and that psychic was like, Brett, I think there's a movie that's going to be a big success. And Tom was like, oh, that's so funny you mentioned that. We were just talking about a movie. 
Yeah. And then she was like, "Do you do burlesque?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> that was. Do you wear Do you wear stockings and have like, like what? That was something else. That was something else. Anyway, what is this? This is literally a, a YouTube with the title Charles Manson Gibberish. Feel blame? Are you mad? Uh, do you feel like Wolf Bob's right frantic? Get frantic. Get frantic. Get frantic. Get frantic. Get frantic. Feel blame? Are you mad? Do you feel like Wolf Bob's right frantic? Get frantic. Get frantic. Get frantic. Get Pretty amazing. Again, not since Sandler, and then to a lesser extent, Sandberg, you know, when he and the Lonely Island guys came by, they were doing their own thing, and it was just, it had a punk quality to it. Yeah. And now that Will is leaving the show, uh, we do need someone to do W, so I do think Charlie could do a good W impression. I'm in the White House. I'm in the White House. I'm president. Get you, get you, get you, Live from New York. It's Saturday night. And they're just like, this is supposed to be seven minutes long. He just said live from New York. It's Saturday night in 15 seconds. We're. They love it. They're like, we're saving. Oh my God. We have so many more. We could have so many more ad breaks. Yeah. Charlie. The point just, is that he's a hit. Charlie moves the sketches along. He doesn't, if a sketch isn't working, he just goes, uh, he's like, he's like, Charlie's kind of nervous tonight. Do you feel blame? Do you feel good? It's like the night he does, he has an update piece on. Yeah. He's like, He's like, well, Colin. <laughs> well, Colin. Yeah. I went to the grocery store the other day. And then he slides out himself. He rolls his own chair out of the shot well before it's over. And, and then Colin Quinn's like, you know, I don't have any more uh, material. No, here. Colin Joe's Tom. Oh, I thought it was Colin Quinn because I thought we were going I- for different eras. I like where this is going because then it can be like a Zelig thing. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I want to. I don't want to option the rights to Zelig right now. Actually, yeah, you don't want to Zizo Zelig. I don't. Think, I, don't <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can do that. If Tom. you want to option the rights to Zelig. <laughs> I'll let you make the movie, Julie. <laughs> what are the conditions? I just got some file cards that have some notes about it that I thought maybe you'd want to work into the but new version of But I don't have to, Zelig. right? That's not mandatory. I thought there could be a scene with some whorehound <laughs> candy and <laughs> some old banjos. What about if an old banjo <laughs> What if he, 
What if his Could next movie is just I'm, called... I'm not working with Marshall Brickman any longer. I'm working with a new guy named Charlie Manson. So here's what I'm thinking. Max, Max, if you're going to try to go on a date, you got to go and... <laughs> but yeah, she's she's not too young for you, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Annie Hall too. Woody <laughs> Allen, Charles Manson. I think there's nothing in the way of this happening. No, we got a pretty but we I, got a clear path on this one. But I do think that if there was going to be a sequel to Ants with a Z and it was kind of like we need to figure out our competition with Pixar cuz they do these movies about objects that have souls and personalities. The banjo and the whorehound candy is such a yeah. funny idea. Yeah, he's pitching and it over at DreamWorks Animation. Right, and then there's people who went to school who are like 19 years old who can code in their sleep mm-hmm. and they're using all of their 21st century mm-hmm. abilities to bring to life the ramblings. <laughs> and he's at of, home just uh, on his typewriter typing the word code over and over <laughs> I know the code so what what other things do you have for us Brett? what are we gonna Oh, man. So, uh, you know, there's been a lot of big news headlines the past week or so. A lot of big stuff going on in the news, but but perhaps nothing. uh, One of the biggest headlines is that uh, the uh, the Boat Owners Association of the United States, that's Boat US, Boat Owners Association of the United States, came out with their uh, top 10 boat names of 2021. Uh, They do this every year. They reveal what the top 10 most popular. These are the most popular boat names. Uh, and I'll share this with you. Well, can I guess? Can this, I guess? Tom. Can I guess? Can we each guess yes. a, yeah. a boat? Yeah. I'm going to say there's got to be a boat name on there. Obviously, a, something about my wife thing. Like, because these boat guys always have these things like, like, is this like, this is my escape from my wife is my boat. I get on this boat. She can't, she's not on. I know she's not on here. Like, that's like they're in hell. These so boats. Na- so what would be the would name? Would be just like that? escape from my wife or something like that. Mine, mine guess is going to be if you don't have your if you don't have her dental records, you can't prove it's my wife. <laughs> yeah, dead body removal. No dental records, no problem. Yeah. So let's see what are some names. All right, here we go. Brett. Here's the top ten, and this is from Kristen. Thank you, Kristen. Okay, number one. Andiamo, meaning let's go in Italian. So, a number let's two, social go. distancing. Oh, fuck you. You did a new addition to the list. It was not on the list in 2020. That's a new Also, addition. Boat US, you have to understand, is Botus. When you, yeah. <laughs> when you put the handle, is Botus, like POTUS. Number three, Grace. Okay. Number four, shenanigans that kind of feels like tom's answer that's kind of tom's answer no no it's in the neighborhood but it's not exactly like i like shenanigans that's a fun name for i think anything Mm -hmm. 
Number five, cool change. What does that mean? Is that a is that an expression? I don't know. I've n I don't under uh, there's no context for cool change. What does anything? that mean? I'm gonna look up cool change. I, I don't know what that is. Island time. That makes sense. I'm on island time. Well, don't my tell boat, me my yeah. don't tell me my wife disappeared at 8:30 EST. I'm on island time. Number seven truly sucks. Not on call. Yeah. K N O T. Yeah. So this is for a doctor that would rather mm-hmm. be on his boat than helping helping, helping the uphold sick. the Hippocratic oath. Right. He's like, I'm not on call. I'm on my boat. What am I supposed to do? Help keep that person alive? Not today. And I mean not today. I mean K-N-O-T and N-O-T. Number eight, Mojo. Oh, yeah, baby. Awesome power. Number nine, freedom. Number nine, bury Number my nine. body. <laughs> Number nine. Number nine. The entire, every sound that can be transcribed from the song Revolution Number Nine is the number nine boat name. Yes. Then that, that song just plays on your boat. <laughs> You're trying to relax and it's just Revolution not, Number Nine playing on a loop as you're out on the open water. And number 10, Serenity. Mm. Uh, cool Change is a song by the Little River Band all about being out on a boat. So I think that's what, what that refers to. What are you talking that about? Sucks. I need to hear that now. What, Tom, do you know what he's talking about? I know, know Lonesome song? Loser by the Little River Band. And Cool Change was also on the 2020 list of the uh, 10 most popular boat names. So I think that's just a boat boat people know about and Cool by Change. By the way, please just call me Julie. You can just call me Julie. You don't need to call me Lonesome Loser. That's not you. I was talking to myself. I know. Wait, we have oh. you heard about the Lonesome Loser? All right. Cool Change. Is this from the 50s? Play Cool Change. That's from the Play from Cool the Change by the Little River Band. You're at a Little River Band show and you're just like, Cool Change. Cool Change. Lonesome Loser. And Again. Guy, Lonesome Loser. Cool Change. Cool Change. And the guy in the band's finally like, We're going to play both of them, you idiot. <laughs> we had, how many songs do you think we have? Don't call me an idiot. I got a boat. We're going to play both. Okay. Well, just calm down. Well, all right. Play, well, play them now. I want to hear Cool Change, then I want to hear Lonesome Loser. Lonesome Loser! Then play Lonesome Loser again, and then Cool Change again. <laughs> then play them at the same time, but then, backwards. Then you and you play Lonesome Loser, <laughs> and you play Cool Change, but backwards. And then I want you to think about Cool Change while the others are playing Lonesome Loser. I want you, you take your shirt off. <laughs> and then give it to that guy. That guy I want. That guy, put shirts. it on. You take all the clothes of that other guy and you do like on Friends when Joey put on all Chandler's clothes. You do that on the, the thing while playing Lonesome Loser. <laughs> Some dolphins. If there's one thing in my life that's missing it's the time that I spend alone 
Yikes. Sailing on the cool and bright clear water. There it is. I hate okay. this. Lots of those friendly people are showing me ways to go. But I never want to lose their inspiration. What is this song about? Oh, I know this. Cool a cool change. change. Okay. I remember this now. I think it's got a pretty sweet chorus coming up. And now that my life is so prearranged. It might be worthwhile telling you guys that I also watched Castaway this week for the first time. I think he was in the mood for a cool change. Ooh, they're picking up. Please stop playing this. What? Albatross and the whales. All right, stop this song, please. Stop. Come on. The albatross and the whales, they are my brother. No, they're not. They're going to eat you the second you fall off the boat. Hey, have you guys met my brothers, Steve and Jack? Uh, Steve's an albatross. <laughs> Let's just Jack address the albatross Jack's, in the room. Jack's a whale. And uh, they are my brothers. And I am a douche on a boat. <laughs> like the idea, like, you're out there on the water. This, these water, these water living creatures, they're not your friend. They're not your friends. You're in their, you're in their home. Yeah, you're in their toilet right now. <laughs> you're sailing through funny. their toilet if someone broke into your house and you came home and they're like there's tom my friend yeah i've been using can, his toilet can you imagine? i think it's time for a tom change yeah for no, there's me. a time for a tom change and tom is going to change the direction he was walking and leave his own home tom is going to change his locks yeah i'm gonna change the locks cool change well uh speaking of um uh whales uh well i i i had this other clip here from jillian that i now feel like uh, I, I should play uh, this is the jillian sent us this clip um this is a, a local news story out of province uh, province town massachusetts um p town and this was a a local uh a local lobster man uh a lobster man uh was um uh down in the water um uh, uh, getting his lobsters and he uh, got eaten by a, a whale. Um, but he, oh, I saw but he that. survived. Have you seen this? Okay, this is... Uh, yeah, I was rooting for the whale. This is pretty yes. harrowing here. Uh, but, uh... Alright, here's old... Look at this guy. Here's Lobster this Man. Guy. That? I was on my second Colin dive Clint? and I jumped in the water. And I was heading down towards the bottom and about 45 feet of water... I was just about at the bottom, and I just felt this truck hit me. Well, everything just whale. went dark, and I, I felt just this feel truck just, hit me. Just hard stuff all around me, like oh, please. And I just thought, did I just get eaten by a white shark? And, and I said, no, I don't feel any teeth. And I said, oh my God, I'm in the mouth of a whale. With his mouth shut. My regulator came out of my mouth. And, and I was like, 
oh my god, I better get that regulator, and I stuck it back in my mouth, and and he's you gotta keep him regulated in his mouth, and he's swimming, and I'm like, this is how you're gonna go, Michael. This is how you're gonna die in the mouth of a whale. Why is he so tired? Did he just get pulled out of the belly of the whale? Wake up. You've got a great story. I've told way worse stories with way more enthusiasm. This guy, this guy really milking the moment on these things. Well, I remember I was like, (laughs) here we go, Michael. (laughs) But wow, there was was like my regulator. It was like, I got to get my regulator back. So I got it back. <laughs> and uh Hey, any chance you could uh like maybe pick the pace up on this story? <laughs> 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 like because <laughs> Charles Manson, meanwhile, this again goes back to what a great performer, what an asset he is to uh season number forty what is it? What are we up to? 43, 44 of it's like certainly it's everybody's favorite cast is the one where Charles Manson is in, right? Yes. So he has energy. You tell him, ah, I was stuck in the body of a Got some bad news. Uh, just found Jeff Richards backstage uh, <laughs> mutilated. You gotta keep him mutilated. <laughs> You know, I've got a, I've got an inspirational news story to close us out with. If you want, if you want to get 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 inspired uh, here at okay. the end, uh, this is I do, uh, I do I do want to get inspired. All right, this is going to inspire you. you. This is really I read this and I was like, I want to I'm taking I want to conquer the world now. This is really this has really got me in a good mood. Uh, so th- and this is like back. This is this is an old news article though. This is back from uh, the, uh, sometime in the '60s, I think, and it's from a newspaper uh, in San Leandro, California, which is up there in the Bay Area of California. Uh, this was sent to us uh, by uh, Brianna. And the uh, headline of this article, short article, the headline of the article is uh, love for movies causes boy 10 to lose a week. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> love for movies causes boy 10 years old to lose a week. And uh, here's the article. This is from 10 uh, year old Richard Allen was back home here today after a lost week. Most of it spent inside San Francisco motion picture theaters. His father found him emerging from a theater after he had been missing for seven days. During that time, Richard said he had spent $20 on 16 movies, 15 comic books, six games, 150 candy bars. Oh, my God. And a large number of hot dogs. So let's just do that. One. So that's that's 22 candy bars a day, basically. Seven days, 150 right? candy bars, and a large number of hot dogs. And then he said, six, six, also 16 movies. That's how many movies a day for seven, for seven yeah. days? Yeah, 22, 22 candy bars a day. Um, <laughs> two, a little over two movies a day. And he's saying, I guess I just like movies. <laughs> Is that it for the and article? That, that's it. That's the whole thing? That's it. That's the whole wow. article. 
That's inspiring. So if anyone knows Richard Allen, we'd like him on the show. Yeah. Who who do we, we have? Inter- as, who are the guests that we want on, Julie? We want Richard Allen, the 10-year-old boy. We want boy. someone who, th- who, th- who thinks they wrote for the Munsters but really just has dementia. Because <laughs> now he one. would be in his 60s, Richard Allen. Right? Is that about I right? I don't know. What, what year was this? Yeah. And listener Brianna, uh, who sent this in... Um, if you could give us give me any context, I'm dying to know more about this this Richard Allen guy. So I, I I'm guessing at the '60s based on the pricing and things like that. But if this if you can give us a year or any context or anything or anybody you out there, you can tell when something's from based on how much twenty dollars for sixteen movies is. Brett, that's incredibly impressive. The idea that this kid's, but I mean, by my calculations, this took there's place. There's no date on this. No, seriously, there's no date on it, or there is. This is all I have is what you're looking at right oh, here. Oh, okay. And I've been, I, 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 I haven't. Uh, you're just guessing. Yeah, I'm trying, but I would love to get more context on this. Yes, mm. for sure. Wait, what? What time? I was going to say this must have taken place if it's twenty twenty dollars for sixteen movies, fifteen comic books, six games, one hundred fifty candy bars, yeah, and a large number of hot I'm way off. This must have taken place in the year 300. <laughs> 1912. Yeah, Richard Allen is long dead. Let's because be honest here. There's no way. hundred Right now, 150 candy bars would cost, would cost, would cost two, $280. Like a candy bar is so expensive now. What if he, what if he stole them because he was in the movie theater that whole time? We have so many questions for Richard Allen. I I enjoyed the Sparks movie very much. I've been a fan of Sparks for so long. You don't need so to long. do the old. But you don't need to do no. Uh, I'm just saying I'm not blasting Sparks on this. I no every. Oh, no one would think you were blasting Sparks. I just want to clear. I just want to clear. All I want to say to Edgar Wright is, we come know, on, come on, dude. You know. have to put yourself in your own movie. As a no. talking head in your own movie, we no. we You're, got you a general be a directing yeah. head. You should be a directing yeah, exactly. head. We got it. We got a general vibe that you enjoy the band Sparks when you decided to direct a movie about Sparks. I didn't mean like. And it's not like you kept your name off of it as a. Does he hate them? By anonymous. Do you think he hates Sparks? <laughs> well, thank God he came on and talked about how much he likes them because I thought the guy who spent three years making a Sparks <laughs> movie might dislike the band. Come on, Edgar. You gotta you gotta play act like you've been here before, Chief. That's all I want to say to you. Act like you've been here. You think Peter Jackson's gonna pop up in that uh, Beatles documentary? I do. I think he's gonna he's gonna CG himself onto the rooftop. Yeah, maybe Andy Circus will make an appearance in the Beatles documentary. Yeah. That would Andy be Serkis. fun. I'm not gonna name names, but I got into a fight with uh, with an actor on Twitter once. With Andy because, Circus? Because I started making fun of Andy Circus. I was saying, like, oh. I, I, I tweeted saying I could do literally what Andy Circus well, you, you does. Were, you always have been saying that. But, but one, there was one say. time, there was one time where an actor, a, a name actor, took offense oh, to that. It was just like he's an amazing actor, an amazing. He's an film. amazing actor, you, you jerk. Like you go Stop buy me. Stop saying you could do anything, Andy Circus. I'm telling does. you, you go get me a green unitard with ping pong balls on it. I'll do any of these characters for you. King Kong, Gollum, any of them. And I'll do them with a little more panache than Andy Circus does. <laughs> say the circus just left town is what I'm going to say. The circus just left town and the town is Hollywood. And now it's Tom time. 
I got my <laughs> ping pong balls on. What do you want me to do? Be an ape? Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, you got to be King Kong. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's the same thing. I'm peeling a banana. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, my God. How'd he do it? Ooh, 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 ooh. I just let the ping pong balls. I kind of like. It's like when an actor says, you know, you put me in the right shoes and I get in the mind of the character. That's like you with the different kind. You're like, I'm going to need some Spalding's like yeah. uh, 0.00 ounce. <laughs> like you have your special yeah. ping pong balls. What's the gauge on these ping pong balls? On the PPBs. If you want me to a, be uh, any sort of primate, uh, these are a little light for I the job. need a little bit, something with a little bit more gravitas, whereas if it's something more lizardine, and someone's like, lizardine is not a word, be like, don't say that around him. Uh, did you just correct me? Ah! Look at Ben Benedict Cumberbatch in a. I mean, Tom, you said you could you could outdo Andy Circus, but I'm wondering if you could outdo uh, old uh, Benedict no Cumberbatch. Can, uh, I can no outdo anybody can out, with No these one things. can outcumber the batch. I could if you get me in one of these unitards with ping pong balls over. I'll do any character. I am what open for, for business. This is also why would they hide him? He's so handsome. What are they doing? This is when he played Sm- Smaug, Smaug in uh, the what? Hobbit, the dragon. I watch these movies. Thief. What a waste. I smell you. Make it a cartoon. I hear your You know what I mean? Breath. Why isn't he in a recording studio? I, I heard you. I heard in, they in, like, throw half jeans. this stuff out anyway. I really I heard they throw half this stuff out anyway and just do the the cartoon stuff. Make a cartoon. This is embarrassing. It really is. This is just done by somebody who doesn't like Benedict Cumberbatch. They're mad because he's so handsome, and they're just like, let's make him look dumb at least. Let's make him act in like one of those rehearsal studios. Nothing he's wearing is hooked up to anything. But you this tell is me, dumb. This is dumb. He's bouncing around this thing with a. He's got a GoPro strapped to his forehead, and he's bouncing around. Filming himself. It's, I think that's a union violation to make an actor film yeah, himself. Exactly. Oh, remember that scene in The Hobbit when the camera jerked all over the place? Uh, in in Smaug's face, it's like no, you don't, because it didn't happen, because none of this footage was usable. What this ends up being, or no? Thief, I'm looking for Dumb. you. I could do that. Why won't you give me the ring? Give me Why the won't ring. You put a ring on it, Hobbit. Hobbit, if you like it, then you should put a ring on it, which is me. Put a ring on it, Hobbit. <laughs> Hobbit. Oh, 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 oh. They use none of this. That's him? That's him. What a waste of time and money. The camera would have been, been across f- the room if that was cartoon. usable. It would have been a cartoon. It's a cartoon. It looks like shit. It's a cartoon. And that's the fella from The Office. He's cute. This looks terrible. There's no reason they should have put that poor guy on the floor in a rehearsal space where I used to do like improv rehearsals. This looks bad. Looks like this is. I've seen Carmax commercials with better production values. I want the Hobbit's haircut. That's a cute haircut. Coins, boring. Yeah, this sucks. I could do that I, again. Open offer. If you have a production, all you got to do. Provide me a unitard with ping pong balls on it, and I'll play whatever character you want. 
You'll bring your own. Those are cheap. You can do it. You can bring your own. Save them a couple. That's true. I'll even. A couple bills. If the job's going to be, if the job's not going to be just some day thing, I'll provide my own green unitard and 12 Um, ping pong balls. Right. Anything over a dozen is up is is on them. You got to bring the next. Everything from 13 on is on you, ping pong ball wise. That sounds fair. Why won't you give me what I want? It's easy. These jobs are easy. Oh, we got to get Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch for this. Ben <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch for this one. Why? Anybody can do that. He's so handsome. You're not going to even see his face. No, but let's have him play a dragon. Why? You guy's got a perfect face, and just by all means, well, let's just have him be a dragon. No, they should have gotten what's the name? The one who plays the warthog, Ernie Lasella. Akuna Matata. See, that's how you do that stuff. Is you get a character actor who goes, "It means no worries for yeah. the rest of your days, and yes. I can buy a house anywhere I want because I sang the stupid fucking song." And no, you know what I mean? That's but those what aren't you the do. real words to that song. Yes, it is. It has the f word in it. Lion, Lion King. You just you just said the f word in the I did? song, yeah. It means no worries. That? Yeah, but then you kept going. I didn't know if the line. When was, I fuck your wife. That, see there, that's not those. What are, are you you're talking making that about? Up. You're making that up. That's not the real. I'm making it. Well, I'm not as big of a Disney head as you are. Look, I didn't um, marry. I didn't. I didn't get married at Disneyland like you did. I'm kind of a <laughs> Disney fan. I, uh, You're a huge. Oh my god, Sharpling's like the biggest Disney nerd. He knows where you could. Where like if you go to the, if you go to the Mouse Shack, you can get these like Mickey Mouse. Like you can get the person who plays Mickey Mouse to like give you like a soft kiss. Yeah. Before they give you your pancake brunch. And if you go into the one bathroom over by It's a Small World, Mm -hmm. third stall in, lift the (laughs) tank off the back. (laughs) Uh, You can can get a, let's just say there's some things in there that will make your time at Disneyland pretty fun. (laughs) I mean drugs. There's drugs if in you there. wink at if you wink at the right goofy, there's like seven goofies on like a Thursday yeah. evening. They have to give you a third Moderna shot. <laughs> goofy gives you the super cocktail, which has AstraZeneca, Johnson and Johnson, <laughs> Pfizer, and Moderna in it. And it's the first shot of Pfizer and the second shot of Moderna. Yes, all at once. They call it the Whopper. So you go up Tom and go, knows hey, Goofy, that if you give go me to the, the Whopper. Break room, <laughs> <laughs> if you go to the break room at 2.30 on Tuesday, they're yeah. doing a Harold. All of the, all of the Disney characters do a Harold. An in-costume Harold. An in-costume Harold. And you just have to, like, you just have to tip the guy who plays Donald, like, 40 bucks in cash. Yeah. Those are the secrets of Disneyland secrets. And if you go on Thursday mornings, you can go and they uh, they make the animatronic characters fight each other. <laughs> Only within the first hour of the park being open, yeah. the characters fight each other. You got to hurry. If you give 
the like the guy who runs like the little mermaid ride like if you give him like like a like a gummy or something he'll make it so that like sebastian the crab puts his little claw up in his mouth that looks like he's giving the like eat outside (laughs) 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 oh my i don't know if we can top that julie That's, um, Tom loves Disney. That's all you guys need to know. Tom loves Disney. He's I love Disney, Disney. nerd. He's a Disney nerd. If anybody wants to illustrate I'm that, di- you can send it to doublethreatpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Yes. Any Disney drawings you want to do, yeah. Sebastian the we'll, Crab we'll get, we'll doing get his T-Public. obscene gesture. We'll get T-Public put out of business. We'll finally find the thing that gets T-Public to just say, like, this design has been rejected. <laughs> Like as soon, I want to keep pushing until we get one where T Public straight up just like we can't print that, <laughs> and they don't even refer to you as Brett. You get like a form email. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like wow, dear dear partner. I think this is a great show. I hope it was so. fun. It was great I had episode. fun doing it. Well, I had fun. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, everybody should um, subscribe. I agree. And comment and post about our shows and tell your friends about it and post about us on social media and interact with us on social media because Brett hasn't gotten sick of Twitter yet, which no. I envy him for. He's not, um, you know, it goes in waves, but I'll tell you, there's some days I wake up and I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just, uh, on there. I'm just, I'm just, I just can't get enough of it. I'm just on there. I'm tweeting three, four times a day. He's good at it. He's good at it. He hasn't lost the the spark. No, someone didn't lose their mojo when it comes to Twitter. Um, and buy my book. Yeah. Yeah. Buy Tom's book. It never ends. Number one in the rock bios. Yes. Hell yeah. Category. And yeah, lots of other crazy categories where the, People on either side of it or underneath it, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, are completely insane. Yes. It never but ends. Thanks, everybody. Book. Talk to you later. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye now. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.